0: This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. What is up and welcome back to the only podcast and YouTube channel out there where in 10 minutes or less, we want to come alongside you, small church pastors, small church leaders, small church minister, anyone related to small church and help your church out in terms of church media. Last week, we talked all about the Google My Business page and why your church actually needs to be on Google to help new people just find You Today on Small Church Media Podcast, we're going to be talking about the five things that your church needs to stop doing right, well, yesterday, but the five things your church needs to stop doing right now, why your church needs to stop doing those five things, and what your church should be doing instead. So here we go. The first thing your church needs to stop doing right now is stop using clip art, lots of different wild fonts. And honestly, a lot of random colors that are just spewed all over the place. Whether church bulletins, whether PowerPoints, whether ministry tables, people actually care about design. This isn't the 80s or then even the 90s anymore, where people like to take the clip art disc and put those in all different types of places to fill places. No, people don't want that anymore. People want information presented to them cleanly, efficiently, in the best way. Possible. If you're watching on YouTube right now, I actually have our church's bulletin from I think 2014 right over here on this side of the screen and right next to it on the other side of the screen, the church bulletin that we give people right now. Now, before COVID hit, we were doing a bifold with, you know, Uh, It wasn't even a letter size. It was a legal size, but it was a bifold with all the information right there in a bigger font. But since COVID and coming back to COVID, we've gone to a front and back sheet to completely get rid of the bifolds and trifolds and all the various different things that we used to do. But what's the difference? One is really dirty. It has a lot of things going on. And then the other one is really, really, really clean. So what should your church be doing? Maybe instead of using all these different things, very simple. Here's just a rule of design that maybe you don't know. Whenever you design something, again, no clip art, just don't even do it. If you know how to use icons, use some icons. But always use only two fonts, no more than two fonts. Do some strong serifs, maybe some sans serifs to fill it in there. If you don't know what those are, basically serifs have feet like Times New Roman sans serifs don't have feet you can also use just a couple different colors to be able to set things off dark backgrounds white text white backgrounds dark text keep it really simple and if you want to break things up just use lines boxes don't use clip art don't use a bunch of colors to change people's reading eyes because They just don't like it. Here's the second thing your church needs to stop doing right now, and that's simply stop giving first-time visitors gifts. When a first-time visitor walks in your doors, honestly, they don't want to be given anything. They want to walk in. They want to experience the church day with your church family, with their family. They want to leave, and then they want to talk about it at... Lunch. Rather than constantly throwing new gifts at people all the time, whether a coffee mug or a welcome folder and papers and all this different stuff, just don't. People don't want to leave with more things than what they already are leaving with. Because if they have kids, their kids are already walking away with folders. They're gonna throw or with papers, they're gonna throw away. And honestly, whatever you gave them, they're probably just gonna throw that away too. So here's something you can do instead, though. Right now, e gift cards are probably the most popular thing that modern churches are doing for their visitors. Your church should have a connect card. If someone fills out that connect card, you can put an address space there or an email space and say, hey, if you give us this, we want to send you a free gift card to whatever local spot you want to, whether it's a Starbucks or McDonald's, or hey, maybe you got a local spot everybody loves, do that instead. And instead of giving your visitors first-time gifts, save those for your church members instead. You know why? A visitor, they don't want your coffee cup they have thousands of coffee cups. Your church member, they want to show off their church. Give those people, maybe when they join, hey, here's welcome to the family gift pack. Here's the third thing that your church needs to stop doing right now. What's that? Only doing in-person offerings. Yo, it's 2021. I know you don't like credit card fees, but it's just the nature of the beast. As a millennial, I don't carry cash. And if I do, I don't give away my cash easily because I have to have that on me in case I go to a place that doesn't take a credit card. Your church needs to have online giving. There's so many different online givings out there. If you have a church management software, check in there, or talk to local churches in your local community and see what they're doing for online giving. But either way, you got to start doing online giving and stop only having in-person giving. The fourth thing your church needs to stop doing right now is only using your Facebook as a live stream platform. I've gone to so many small churches Facebook pages over about the last four months, and I've seen so many times that while I'm scrolling, I'm only seeing live streams from each Sunday and nothing else. What should you be doing on your Facebook platform instead? Well, come back next week, and we're going to show you exactly what you can do to how to have engaging posts on your Facebook page. But you need to post some more on your Facebook page, and hey, even your Instagram page if you got one. Don't just use your Facebook for the online streaming location for your church. Facebook is a beautiful tool. That's where your people are, and you need to be there reaching them as well. And number five, the last thing you need to stop doing is thinking your website is only for your members. To be honest with you, if someone goes to your church, they don't go to your website. They don't need to know about the church. They already know what's going on. Now, maybe if they're trying to find where to find the sermon or where the giving is supposed to be, but if someone's already at church, they can go on your website, your website is designed for new people. Make sure you have an I'm new page. Explain who your staff is, how to contact, what people should expect, what they should wear, what should they do with their kids, what are the COVID protocols. But either way, stop thinking that anyone in your church, if they're a member, is actually going to your church's website. Because newsflash, they're not. The people who are going to your website are new people. So to round it all back up, here are the five things your church needs to stop doing right away in what you can do instead. Number one is stop using clip art, multiple colors, multiple fonts, wild things that honestly design standpoint are from the 90s. Just, just just, stop. Number two, you need to stop giving visitors who are new a gift and that's it. Some people might take it, some people might not, but either way, a lot of times when someone visits a church, they just want to have a kind, welcoming environment that they can step into. Mail them something afterwards, email them something afterwards, but save your church branded gifts for the people who are actually members of your church. Number three is stop only having in-person giving. I know this is something that a lot of people don't like to do because we don't like to eat the credit card fees. I didn't say this before, but a lot of places have a little button you can click where your church member can actually pay to cover that fee. I do it your church member will probably as well. Number four, stop using your Facebook as only your live stream platform. And number five, remember, your website is not for your church members. Your website is for visitors. Real quick, I just want you guys to know what I do for a living is I'm a full-time website developer and graphic designer. And if you need help in any of these areas, whether designing a new website that is visitor-friendly and aesthetically pleasing or graphics for your sermons, feel free to hit me up, markhide.com, or hello at markhide.com. Come back next week. We're going to talk all about Facebook and what you can do. And I'm even going to give you stuff away to how to make your Facebook platform and your Instagram platform, whatever social media you use, an actual platform platform that people want to engage with. So until then, guys, take it easy. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.